come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing, are you powerful or powerless according to God's word? We are live in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guys guessed it. We're going to talk about power. So let's get right down into it. The world and the biblical meaning of power. The ability to do or act. Capability of doing or accomplishing something. We can find this biblically in Romans 8 and 2. And it says, And because you belong to him, the power of the living spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The New Living Translation. I like to use different versions of the Bible just to get the point across. You should also, while doing your Bible studies as well. In Romans 7, we find Paul giving a great open mic moment when he does a run on of wanting to do right when evil is present. And he wills to do that which is right, but the wrong that he should not do, he does. Paul went on and on for several verses about this. It's like an allegory. Paul went through that whole allegory of doing right and wrong, evil present, and all these things, just to let us know some 2,000 years later that we are powerless to the flesh. Why? Because he wants us to be reminded that no good thing that lives in the flesh, and I mean there is no good thing, See, when we rely on the flesh and our fleshly power, we are more prone to sin. Paul's rant only confirms we can't rely on our earthly senses and strength to deal with the devil and sin. We must understand the closer we move to God and his kingdom, the more enticing and desirable the devil makes sin look to us. The devil doesn't give up that easy. Allow the power that God has placed in you to guide you away from the sin you have been freed from through his son's Jesus Christ's death. The greatest act of love ever seen and witnessed and documented was Jesus going to the cross that we wouldn't have to. I want you to pause for a moment and to think about the one act of God that changed the course of mankind. Yes, it was Jesus Christ going to the cross. Okay, wait, I'm getting a little carried away. Jesus' death changed the lives of those that believed in him and confessed in him as their Lord and Savior. While Jesus did go to the cross for all mankind, it takes us confessing and believing by faith that he died for us. With that said, freedom from sin and everlasting life is available to all that call on his name. Ephesians 3.16 I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. You guys know how I love for scriptures to speak for itself and for it to confirm and to support itself. You got to love Paul. Paul loved us with the love of Christ. We know Paul from Romans 7, telling us how difficult it was to do right when evil was present when he wanted to. We find Paul in Ephesians praying for our strength praying for us Christians to trust and rely on the Spirit of God that lives within us for our strength. 
How does Paul know about the spirit that lives within us? Paul is a real one. Paul is a believer. Paul allowed his experience on the road to Damascus that changed his life to be all that he needs. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Everyone who has had a life-changing experience with God can never be the same. They can't reject the knowledge of God and his power. I need to, I need to say that again. Everyone, including you, my young loyal listeners, Everyone who has had a true life-changing experience with God can never be the same again. What was your life-changing experience like with God? I want you to reflect on it. Even if you haven't had that true life-changing moment yet, keep on walking this life called Christianity, and it will come, and you will never, ever forget it. Let me pray for your strength as we go to break. Father God, we come to you right now, thanking you for this great day that you have set before us, a day that we have yet to see, that you saw fit that we were rising, oh God, and we thank you for that. But Lord God, we ask that you forgive us for all sins, thought, deed, or action, oh God, even the ones that we didn't even know that we did, oh God, forgive us, Lord God, purge us, that we may come boldly before the throne, pure and holy before you, oh God, that you may hear our prayer, that you may hear our call for strength and humility, oh God. Have your way in our lives, Lord God. We want to rely on the strength that you placed in, in us, O God, through the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to stir us up, Lord God, to lead God and direct us, to push our flesh down and away, Lord God. Give us the strength. Give us the wisdom to slay our flesh daily that we may be strengthened and led by the Spirit you have placed in us that was a piece of you, O God. Only a loving and gracious God will give a part of himself to a sinner like us, Lord God, to help us to be better people. So again, Lord God, I pray for my young loyal listeners. Have your way in their lives, Lord God, and allow them to draw on that strength that you place in them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio after that prayer of strength that went all around the world, touching all my young loyal listeners. So let's get right back into this lesson here. Let's look at some ways to recognize God's power in you and activate it. Recognition of God's power is the key to being powerful because without knowing that, we are powerless. Without Christ, we are powerless to sin and shame. We have no protection from sin if we are powerless. So here are some ways that we can look at this. Number one, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you are overshadowed with the power of God. So I pray, and you should pray, for God to fill you with the Holy Spirit daily so that way you can slay your flesh. Number two, we are strengthened and spiritually energized with the power of God. when We allow the Holy Spirit to fill our innermost being and personality. So pray for God's grace to daily walk and live in the Spirit. Number three, when we submit to God's will, we allow the power of Christ, not the flesh, to live and work through us. So we should be praying that nothing will hold us back from God, giving God full control over every area of our life. I know that's difficult. And over every decision that we make and every step that we take, allow God to lead God and direct you. Number four, when we wait productively on God, meaning we are in church, Bible study, praying, the power of God is renewed in us. There is power in fasting. This will blow your mind. 
Make fasting a part of your life weekly or monthly, but you have to do it. That is time that we set aside wholly for God that we don't share with anyone else. It's just God. Number five, when God's anointing is on you, the power of God will be demonstrated through you. I need you to look up anointing. There is power in the anointing of God. So I pray that God will anoint your head with his power giving oil. God can do that. Number six, when we are not ashamed of the gospel and can boldly and publicly declare the gospel, we will be filled with the power of God. This is huge, my young little listeners. I know you be in school, you be wherever you are, and people start talking and shaming God, you, you kind of clam up and you become shy. No, you must boldly let people know that you are a child of God. There is power in reading and spreading the word. Number seven, when we stand on our faith, we will be full of God's power to carry out the work of God. God has given you this power that we must believe in faith to do what God has called us to. A life of faith is a life of power. There is power in faith. May the Lord help us overcome every form of unbelief to increase our faith. See, that is what that power is used for, to help us overcome our lack of faith and unbelief. And number eight, when we abide in God's presence, we experience and are touched by the power of God. There is power in the presence of God. We must spend time with God. There's no way around it. That is where the power is. It's no different than what I talked about last week. When your iPhone, your Android, your Samsung, whatever it is, is running out of power, you plug it in. And guess what? You have to be in the presence of a socket or an outlet to get that power. There's no place like his presence. Peace and power flows in his presence. Make God's presence your daily hideaway. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We had a spillover from last week's discussion. One of our teens told the group that they had messed up again because they weren't strong enough and all they could do was cry because they wanted so much to please God. I explained that they should not feel discouraged just by the mere fact that they were upset shows God that they are trying and that they are serious about their Christian walk. Not only that, but to be humble enough to share that in an open forum was very brave. I wanted the group to understand that just because you don't always get it right doesn't mean that you are no longer a Christian. No, it means that you are growing and it is awesome to see young people begin their journey and to see when they begin to feel different and think differently. A new creation. I then took them to Romans 8 verse 26, which reads, Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. We must remember that when we are weak, the Spirit is strong. Just like when we mess up and begin to cry, we don't know what we need to be praying for at that time. But as we cry with no words coming out of our mouths, rocking back and forth or laying in our beds, the Holy Spirit that lives within us will make intercession for us. He will go to God on our behalf and tell him all the things that are bothering us. It may not feel like anything is happening, but just like a flower that starts as a bud and grows into something beautiful, it's the same with Christians. The 
Holy Spirit is living in those deep places within us and he's removing those things that we don't need or that we that are not pleasing and he's getting us ready for that great day of flourishing when we notice that the mess ups are less and less when we notice that the words people say have no effect on us like they used to when we notice that when we are praying uh, throughout the day when different situations come up that keeps us from going over the edge that's when we know that we're flourishing. That's when we know that we're growing. When we are seeking to know more about God and asking more questions or truly listening to the preached word and not just daydreaming, that's when the Holy Spirit is working in us. So don't stop crying. Don't stop rocking. Don't stop groaning. The Holy Spirit has your back and knows your heart. He'll take care of all of your uh, worries and your flourishing. So continue to grow, continue to keep growing. Don't give up. The importance of knowing that you are powerful and not powerless in God. The power of God is sufficient to empower anyone for a prosperous future. When you are protected by the power of God, you will be strong enough to face any tough situation that comes your way. So wonderful is God's power. He can see beyond any darkness and reach beyond any limitation. God's power is greater than our problems. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques since used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.